0: This is PGA Tour Countdown. And welcome in everybody. Frank Bassett joining you for what we would probably have to call a special edition of PGA Tour Countdown this week. Because with everything that was going on at uh, Vallarta Mexico, at Vedanta Vallarta Resort, Vedanta Vallarta Resort, VVR. We'll just call it VVR. Anyway, with everything that was going on down there, we wanted to just hold back because of the excitement of a lot of the new players really competing against each other at a high level uh, and give you a wrap of what happened. So, a few days, a little later than normal for PGA Tour Countdown, but this is PGA Tour Countdown, the wrap and it's over. The 2024 Mexico Open at Bidanta has uh, completed, and Jake Knapp is your winner. Sammy Balamaki came in, uh, in the number two spot and almost took him two-stroke differential there. But it was a really good Basically, match play, final round for those two guys. Um, a lot of fun to watch, and uh, another first-time winner on the PGA Tour at 29 years old. 29 years, 8 months, and 25 days, to be exact, for Jake Knapp. So, uh, wow, Jake's girlfriend flew in. We all saw that. She came in from Canada, and she was there to uh, wish her sweetheart uh, congratulations on the 18th green where they showered him in water, not champagne, water, which is really a lot better for the greens. <laughs> but uh, you know, a couple of little quick notes on Jakey. Uh, he led the field in birdies, 25 birdies this past week, and strokes gained tee to green 11.532. Strokes gained approach 8.649 posted 10 top 10 results and 22 starts on the 2023 corn ferry tour, which earned him his PGA tour card for 2024. And he won three times on PGA tour Canada, most recently at the 2022 CRMC championship. Another PGA tour rookie Sammy Valenaki uh, earned his best result on tour this week with a second place finish. Uh, this was a signature event and uh, it gets them in great position for the rest of the signature events so that being said let's get to it and let's hear a little bit from Sammy and then of course from your winner Jake Knapp and after that I'll be right back to put a bow on this thing
1: So Sammy a great uh, great week here in Vidanta. Your thoughts after uh, being in contention for the title here
2: Uh, I mean played solid. I mean I enjoyed the whole week and in the wind. It was a tough grind and then today the front nine was going my way. <clears throat> so I was hopefully seeing on the back nine, but just take played better and that was the case today. Until what hole do you think that you
1: had a chance
2: to win the tournament? Uh, I feel like straight away of the, the first couple holes, especially making the birdie on the number four. That was huge and then kind of getting together over there so I think that was the time when I knew it How was to share the group uh, with, uh, with Jake? Sorry? How was to, um, uh, share. to share the... I mean absolutely gentleman, I really enjoyed playing with him especially in the last round and he was so nice and comfortable playing with him
1: first time in Mexico uh, your thoughts to be and being here
2: with the fans with all the Latin players playing this tournament I mean amazing uh, I wanted to come back so good research great golf course great atmosphere and nice fans so I really love it so you had two wins on
1: the DP World Tour right now and what do you need to to change or to add to your game to
2: win at this level I mean, maybe just a couple more butts drop in. I, I feel like I have the game to win over here. I just It just wasn't this Sunday. I mean, I was four behind. Yesterday was the Jake's day, and he kept it going today on the back now. So I feel like I didn't lose it today. It's won it.
1: How do you play the 18-hole? Describe also that hole. That you, we know that you had a penalty uh, to get it. <sighs>
2: uh, I had a target on my mind, but just before the shot, I did a little switch I tried to hit fade, I don't know why I normally hit two straws so I tried to hit like perfect and then just let it on the right. Uh, I don't know, was it lucky or unlucky, I hit the road stayed on the play, then I take a pelon drop and then from there it was from the path to the grass and after that I knew that the only shot for me is to try to make five and finish for the second um, Finally, what's next for you? Uh, next week will be, uh, is it Palm Beach or in the, in the next week, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to
1: do a couple and finish.
0: Hey, men, sometimes it can feel like you're too busy to take care of our own health problems, doesn't it? But with so much going on, we don't want to spend our free time waiting around in doctor's offices and long pharmacy lines. Well, guess what? Now you don't have to with Hems. I mean, we don't want to admit it, but 52% of men, over 40, experience some form of ED, erectile dysfunction. But like many health problems, no one wants to talk about it or take up hours of your day to deal with it. That's why you need to check out HIMS. That's H-I-M-S, HIMS. It's changing men's health care by providing simple and convenient access to science-backed treatments for erectile dysfunction, hair loss, weight loss, and more. The entire process, 100% online. You don't have to get into a new routine of improving your overall health, anything like that. Hems offers an array of high-quality options, including pills or chews for ED, and serums, sprays, or oral options for hair loss. If prescribed, your medication ships directly to you for free and in discreet packaging. Important thing, in discreet packaging. No waiting rooms, no pharmacy visits, I'm telling you, and no insurance. You don't need insurance for it. You pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, online shipments, or ongoing shipments, I should say, and provider messaging. You can even manage your plan on the Hems app, track progress, and learn more about your conditions and how to treat them from leading medical experts. So here it is. I want you to start your free online visit today at Hems.com slash countdown. That's HIMS.com slash countdown for your personalized treatment options. Hems.com slash countdown. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See Hems.com slash countdown for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
3: Good evening everyone. We would like to welcome Mexico Open at Vedanta winner Jake Knapp to the Media Center. Jake, first of all, congratulations on your first PGA Tour victory. We'll start off with some comments, what it's like to get that first win.
4: Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. I don't think, like we were just talking about, I don't think it's fully sunk in yet, um, simply because I haven't looked at the schedule um, and all the events that I'm into now. Obviously, I know the Masters and everything like that, but... uh, but yeah, it feels it feels pretty amazing.
3: And sleeping on a four-shot lead, what was it like last night and entering on uh, number one tee today?
4: Yeah, I was super I was super calm last night, eating dinner and, and hanging out and and uh, you know going to bed wasn't an issue. And then I kind of woke up early out of nowhere at like five thirty, and was tough going back to sleep. I was you know more so just excited to get this day going and. Um, not that I wanted it to be over with, but it was one of those where I was I was excited to get it going. I wanted to to get into the moment, but did a good job of kind of laying there for an hour or so and getting a few more hours of sleep.
3: And probably not the start you wanted for the round today, but what was kind of game plan with your caddy and kind of turning that over?
4: Yeah, I mean it was it was one of those where we kind of tried to not leaderboard watch and just focus on my game uh we knew the course was set up a little bit tougher today there weren't going to be any super crazy low scores uh especially on the back nine so just kind of felt like it was one of those if i could have a lead going into the back nine that if i just kind of make a bunch of pars and and force guys to make birdies it's going to be tough and and if they do good on them but um yeah after that start wasn't super ideal and and we just said you know it's kind of the three worst holes I could have played, and we still have a two-shot lead, and we got a free tee shot right here, so let's just get this swing out of the way, make some pars, give ourselves some birdie chances, and and we'll be just fine.
3: Are you someone who typically leaderboard watches during rounds?
4: 100%, the entire time. Because, you know, I mean, you think about Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, it's not like they don't look at the score with a minute to go. So um, it kind of gives you a good idea of how the course is playing. If I would have seen a bunch of the guys that at 12 get to 17 under through nine holes and I'd be like, yeah, okay, the course is very gettable, but I felt a lot of them were at 12, 13, 14 and not really moving. So, um, you know, it was windy and it was playing tough. Pins were in tough spots. So um, I kind of, once we got to like 14, I looked at the leaderboard and I was like, okay, it's a two man race and I just got to focus on kind of what he does and just kind of played it basically as match play from there.
3: What were the feelings on 18T with the lead with one hole to go?
4: Um, You know, walking off 17, I told Mike, you know, let's have a conversation because I know that there's some guys that play it left of that fairway into the opposite hole and uh, I was like, let's have a conversation even though I've never done it, never seen it in the practice round or anything like that. I'm like, only place you can't go is out of bounds right. So, um, but I hadn't driven it that well all day and and felt like if anything, I was either missing it left or kind of overcutting. So I had a bit of a two way miss going and I was like, let's just aim just left of the bunker, hit our fade. If it goes in the bunker, fine. If I overcut it, it's in the fairway, and, and he said he loved it. So, um, yeah, just trusted that, trusted our game plan, and and went about business.
3: It was a young final pairing, just your ninth PGA Tour start and Sammy's 11th, first time playing together. What was it kind of like, especially as you guys were going back and forth down the stretch?
4: He was awesome. I mean, super, super nice kid. We had a good conversation on, like, number five, just kind of talking hockey and, and – uh, kind of talked off and on twosomes it's kind of tough feel like you're just kind of trying to move all day um but super nice kid very fun to play with very good player um and like we talked about it after it was just it was very fun you know it was was a fun last group um he's a nice kid and and we had good conversation and there's it's just gonna be a matter of time before he wins out here because he's he's a very good ball striker and and once he gets that putter going he'll be just fine
3: the contrast of yesterday, you're playing with the home country favorite. What was it like today as uh, playing with the lead, with the crowds?
4: Yeah, it was it was definitely different. There was a lot more uh, cheers for me, which was kind of fun. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I, I just saw Ortiz a second ago, and, and, I mean, he's awesome, super, super nice kid. I wish him all the best in the corn fair this year. He's a very good player in his own right. Um, but today was great. I mean, the galleries were were very fun. I mean obviously I didn't give them a ton to cheer for, but uh, but when I did, they, they did a good job of giving it to me.
3: On the West Coast Swing, but not as accessible for family and friends to come out, but um, girlfriend McKenna was able to fly out. When did you kind of find out she was going to be able to make it here for the final round?
4: Um, I, I jokingly told her at the beginning of the week that if, uh, if I have a three shot lead, I think I said it on Tuesday, I was like, if I have a three shot lead going into Sunday, you're flying down um, for Sunday to watch, and uh, she was like, "No, no, no! I'll get my own flight." And then, sure enough, last night she had a big smile on her face, and we were facetiming, and I was like, "What are you? What are you so giddy about?" And she showed me her phone and showed that she had a flight getting in at like twelve thirty or one o'clock, um, and that was that was pretty cool to be able to have her down here. I know my family was all over at my parents' house um, watching and, and doing a little watch party there, um, but yeah, being able to have her here. Um, and even just having Mike, because Mike, my caddy, has been a friend of mine for the last five or six years. Um, so having him here was was very special as well.
3: And yesterday you shared um, the significance with your tattoo and the meaning behind it. Was that something you kind of allowed yourself to reflect on last night or even today during the final putt of uh, your grandpa?
4: Yeah, I had a little kind of conversation with him this morning. Um, and you know, just talked about the day and wish wish he could be here to watch it and, and experience all of it. And, uh, you know, I know he's one of those guys that if I ever kind of got down on myself or if I ever got nervous or started doing something bad, he's the kind of, that would just kind of whack me on the back of the head and be like, come on, get to work. So um, yeah, there was definitely a little bit of that today, just kind of, even though I didn't have my best stuff, just, you know, kind of doing it for him and everybody else who's been a part of my team and, and my family and everything for so long. Um, you know, 29 years old and first win. There's, there's a lot of people who who helped me along my way. So, um, keeping them in the back of my mind and, and just, you know, no quit, no surrender, and, and just grind it out.
3: What do you think his comments would be on capturing your first PGA Tour win?
4: Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's his go-to. So I know he'd I know he'd shoot me a text with that, and uh, he'd probably say gar's on me, cigars on me when I get home.
3: One more for me before we open up to the media. Um, haven't given you much chance to think, but now you have way more flexibility with your s- schedule and to all the signature events and masters. So, what's the importance of that now for the rest of the season?
4: Pretty surreal, to be honest. Um, you know, we talked about it at the beginning of the year um, with the farmers, with what happened at Farmers, and um, you know, basically barely getting into waste management and then uh, and not being into... ATT & t and then not being into Riviera and and it was just like man this is going to be it's going be really tough to play into these signature events unless unless you win and um, you know everybody wants to win out here you know there's a lot of guys who've played out here for a long time who have never won and um, you know it, it's just one of those things where now all of a sudden there's a lot of doors open um, the masters part hasn't even begun to sunk in yet I mean that's going to be surreal um, stepping on the grounds there but um, you know Mike and I just keep talking about it. it's like just keep putting in good work. Keep uh, keep putting ourselves in positions at these tournaments, and, and put our head down, and go to work, and good things are going to happen. And you know, sure enough, this week it worked out.
3: Perfect. With that, we'll open up. If you guys have a question, raise your hand, and Ramon will get a microphone over to you.
0: Okay. Hi, can you tell us a little bit
1: about the vibe of this whole week being here at Vidanta the Resort? Um, does it feel any different from other other tournaments?
4: Yeah, I mean, considering my last event was waste management, it's definitely a very different feel. Um, you know, I kind of with my caddy and I were talking. It was like, man, if we can control our emotions in an event like that, where everything's just crazy the entire time, we're going to be okay. So, um, but it was awesome. I mean, this entire week, I feel like everybody was just just in love with with this event and everything at this resort um, and everything going on. And, and you could just feel that with the galleries and everything else. Even the guys I played with in the pro am, just very passionate about it. So. Um, yeah, it was a very, very unique event for me and, and I'm excited to come back.
2: Jake, uh, Jose Villalba from Multimedia Millennium, talk about the important parts of the run for you, which you think was the key shots or holes that ultimately won for you. And also, the last couple of years, this is your rookie year at the PGA Tour uh, a lot has been made by you being working as a guard in a nightclub. Talk about all the roller coasters that land you now as a PGA Tour winner.
4: Yeah, some some key shots today. Um, I would say, I mean, just honestly, all the chipping today. I mean, like I had to chip a lot, chip a lot coming down the stretch, um, and we talked about that last night. You know, we knew that the maybe if the ball striking was off, we're, our short game is going to have to be a little bit more dialed in, um, and so. I feel like a lot of those chips coming down the stretch, you know, I felt like I hit a good shot on number 12, kind of, you know, just didn't hit a great putt, and then a good chip on 13, 14, 16, 17. So, um, yeah, I think all those played a, a big role. Um, and then in terms of the roller coaster of my of my career, I mean, yeah, I jokingly talk about it with, with Mike and, and my family, and when I have all these people ask me for, for autographs and pictures and, and questions and podcasts and all that stuff, it's like, it's hilarious to think two years ago I was working security at a bar and, you know, it was, it was a much different scenario in my life. So I'm very appreciative of, uh, of being out here, um, being able to play golf professionally and, and just this entire atmosphere, I mean, it's what I practice and work for every single day. Hi, congratulations, first of all, Jake. Thank uh, you. This is Holding One Radio for Grupo Imagen North, Northeastern and Central Mexico. If it didn't have a name before to, before this weekend, uh, thanks to you, we could have named it Moving Day on Saturday. Eleven holes, nine birdies. Can you describe to us how that Saturday came about and what did you feel at the end? Yeah, um, you know, it was one of those days where I was just... It, it felt very similar. I mean, Friday, I felt like I hit the ball very, very well, and I just didn't make a lot of putts. Um, most of my birdies, I either, you know, on 15 and 16, I hit it to 3 inches and 4 inches on those holes, and then, uh, and that was on Friday. And then, you know, Saturday came out, and ball striking was very much the same. Hit a great wet shot into the first hole and the second hole and a good one into the third hole as well. So um, it was kind of one of those days where it's like you just get out of your own way. You know, you know you're swinging it well. Um, go through your process, you know, don't think in the future too much about what the round can be, Um, and made a few bogeys, but did a good job of bouncing back when I did with a couple birdies, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously get me in that position going into Sunday, you don't want to get comfortable with any lead out here, because anything can happen, so it, uh, yeah, Saturday was a big day.
3: Hello, congratulations. Uh, many times the fits are seen like the moment on, to work on correcting mistakes. In this case, what
0: must be learned with a win?
4: What will I learn from a win? Um, I mean, today, I mean, yeah, all experiences, obviously good and bad. You can kind of learn from. I think today um, learned a lot about my tendencies when I get under pressure like that. Um, I feel like a lot of my misses were kind of the same and Um, I probably should have given myself a little bit more time to warm up this morning. I feel like I probably was rushing through little a little bit, so um, I think next time around just get to the course a little bit earlier, get to the range a little bit earlier, give myself time. Don't feel like I'm rushing because the entire day you need to be working on lowering your heart rate, not raising it. Thanks, Uh, Jake Rodrigo Talar from Fox Sports Mexico. In which place of your top ten or top five do you put this whole experience in Mexico, and why? This is this is number one experience for me. I'll never I'll never forget this. I mean, for the rest of my life, this will be my first win on the PGA Tour. Um, whether it's my first one that and only one that I ever have, or it's the first of many, this will always be one that I'll remember. Um, and it's just a special, a very special place. I mean, it's a beautiful golf course. Um, one of the best driving ranges in terms of how it's manicured that I've ever seen. So um, yeah, and then the resort, everything, just how, how well the hospitality is everywhere is, is pretty amazing here. So I'll remember all of it.
3: Hey, Drake. Congratulations. Kind of off topic here. We're wondering on your player bio, you talked about getting a ball from Steve Williams from Tiger's nine and eight match
4: back in the day. Can you talk about
3: that day, what you remember, and what that was, what that was like for you?
4: Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, there weren't many. There really aren't many PGA Tour events around Orange County, where I'm where I'm from, Costa Mesa. Um, but one of the ones was the WGC Match Play at La Costa. It's about an hour from my house. Um, so my dad took my brother and I there when we were a kid, and. Um, I was just hounding Stevie all day to to give me a ball, give me a ball, give me a ball, and he kept on telling me after the round. Um, And then Tiger finally closed out Stephen Ames, nine and eight in the tenth hole. Um, And I was kind of standing back by the tenth tee. They walked right by, and I asked him for a ball, and neither of them really did anything. They walked into the locker room, and I was like, "Dang!" Like there they go. And then ten seconds later, Stevie walked out, and it was just like, you know, "Hey, kid, toss me his ball," and it's pretty awesome. It's the only really the only piece of, of sports memorabilia that I have that I, that I really cherish, it's just still got it in the same little plastic case sitting on my shelf at home.
3: And final few from me, um, are you someone who is a goal setter? What goals did you kind of have coming into the season? And will you kind of have to reassess after capturing your first win and your ninth start?
4: Yeah, I mean, not really, I mean, I've kind of shifted everything internal for me. You know, I just want to feel like I get the most out of every day, every tournament. Um, And, you know, we kind of, Mike and I talked about it or I talked about it with like my coach and everything. It's like, I just want to keep my card this year. You know, I just want to keep it and I don't want to put too much pressure on myself to finish top 50, top 30 or anything. Just get myself an opportunity to do those things. But, um, you know, and even now it's like I would love to win a lot more times for sure. Um, But I'm just going to keep on working hard and and, uh, trust the fact that the good things will take care of themselves.
3: Any other questions? With that, we will wrap things up. Jake, again, congratulations on getting your first PGA Tour victory.
4: Thank you. Thank you, all you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: So there you have it, Uh, wrapped up and... Bows in place, and we're ready to move on. We're heading to South Florida now, and uh, see what the boys can do down uh, down south in Florida. We're at the Florida Swing, my favorite part of the PGA Tour season. Uh, since, you all know if you listen to this show and Golf Talk America and some of our other shows that I lived there at Sawgrass, Ponte Beach for a number of years, and had the opportunity to play the PGA Tour Stadium Course. Uh, One of the first rounds played on it uh, with uh, Mr. Dye and Mr. Beeman. So it was a lot of fun back then, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun now. Enjoy the Florida swing. Thanks for listening to PGA Tour Countdown and listening to Golf Talk America and those weekend golf guys and the approach shot, all part of the Golf Talk America Network. For the team at PGA Tour Countdown and the Golf Talk America Network, I'm Frank Bassett saying we'll catch you in the grill room.